There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Aha. That's all I have to say is aha. What do you think? Works for me. It's like I made a discovery, but I don't know what it is yet. Oh, I did discover one thing this morning, though. This was a discovery. I will tell you this. If I leave my house at 7.15 in the morning, Mm-hmm. It takes me 10 minutes to get here. Okay. I left my house at 727 this morning. Took 25 minutes to get here. I had the same thing kind of happen to me. <laughs> Where did all that traffic come from in 15 minutes? I usually, I usually like I'm walking out the door like 620, 630, and then, right. I, and then I can get here by like quarter to seven, get stuff done. I think I left at like 6.45 today, run a little bit late. <laughs> I got here at about 7.15. I'm telling yeah. you. It just gets backed up. It's crazy. Is there something going on in town uh, today that maybe would cause that? Well, I, I don't know anything that would cause that kind of traffic. It was a lot of traffic, man. Yeah. Uh, nobody's coming into town for the Twins game, that's for sure. <laughs> well, there is that. A very good point. You know, I haven't kept my eye on that one. Is Texas up two to nothing? Did they win? I don't even know if they won. Yes, yeah. No, they they did. They won uh, they won game two yesterday and then I wanna say the Phillies took a one game series lead over the Diamondbacks. So it might be the Phillies in Texas. Yep, that's what it's looking like if things hold right now. Mm -hmm. Baseball is baseball, no question about it. We uh yeah, so I, I will I'll always learn that if you're going to leave at 727 or later, it's going to take almost a half an hour to get somewhere. It takes me 10 minutes if I leave 15 minutes earlier. I was We were about three minutes away from me going in there and saying, Tevin, we're going to have to hold down the fort today. <laughs> I know. I, it, well, man, it just, I, I couldn't believe it. So it's going to be a beautiful day, by the way. I should run this by because maybe that's why everybody's going into work early so they can get the hell out. <laughs> Get out by about 2 o'clock and enjoy the warm weather. Patchy fog, otherwise warmer and mostly sunny with a high of 64. Yeah, baby. Oof. Ah. Summer day. <laughs> Tonight, mostly cloudy, not as cool with a low of 49. Wednesday, mainly cloudy, just a few showers with a high of 61. Clouding 61 is not bad either, man. Thursday, breezy and partly sunny with an isolated shower, high of 58. Friday, 61 and mostly sunny. Saturday, 60 and mostly sunny. Sunday, 56 and mostly sunny. Beautiful weather. I mean, a couple of showers mixed in, but throughout the week, it looks really, really nice. Today is going to be gorgeous, man. Sunny and 64 today. Right now, it's partly cloudy. It's 38 degrees right now, so good stuff coming up there. But um. I don't know what to cover because I agree with nothing that's in the news this morning at all. Everybody hates everybody. I have a question for you, and you guys are just the right age. 
and mix. Yeah, that's mix because there's a black guy and a honky. <laughs> there's a mix. I, <laughs> I love doing that kind of stuff. It's so great. Honest to God. Um, now I forgot what the hell I was going to say. It was important, too. Damn it. Okay, we got the fact that you leave the house at 7.15. We already covered yep. that part. God, I still can't believe how much. And by the way, when there's that much traffic, the driving is much worse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, people can in and out of every lane and blocking traffic. And it's like, God, a weird deal. Okay, so, um, well, I suppose we better look at some. Now, here are the headlines in the Wall Street Journal. Wall Street Journal tends to be kind of a centrist, maybe leaning a little right publication, you think? Yeah, I, I can agree with that. with that, yeah. That's about right. Not, not really right, but leaning a little that way. Hamas and Black Lives Matter in Chicago. Then you got some protests in Chicago. Chicago stands with Palestine. Um, I have a question for you on that one because I don't know enough about it. I, I would have to do a lot more studying before I mm-hmm. stood with anybody. I just don't know. I, yeah. We're not making a bold st- – and there's no reason – to, like everybody just wants to be the first person to I stand with Palestine or I stand with Israel and right like, right without doing any research that's why oh, yeah see, they don't know there's a lot of celebrities that will post like you know an Israeli flag and then get a bunch of backlash from people and take it down or they'll post like I stand with Palestine and take it down later because there's nobody's doing any research they're just and it's a very complicated situation it's been a thousand year deal going on over there. It's you think like if, it just happened yesterday. Do you think if America made a move and changed the holiday in their honor and call it Palestine's Day on four, February 14th? Yeah, could we... <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> it's one letter. Although I think that would be a nice gesture. Not going over I, big. I'm not sure that would move the needle too much. <laughs> that not move the needle, you think? Oh, my that's God. A, that's a nice gesture, though. Just Happy Palestine's Day. Yeah, you're getting all of your Palestinian friends, like, roses <laughs> and boxes of chocolates. Yeah, see? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm, I could get behind that, I think. <laughs> you're thinking clearly yeah. now. That's all I'm saying. I just... Um, no, I, but... Uh, the, the news, I, I got up a little earlier this morning, watched the news, and it's all very negative, and it's, you know, we're going to do this, and we're going to do that, and the president's over in, where is he, in Israel? Is that where he is today? I believe so. I think he's in Israel, and I don't know how that's going to go. What I don't understand is, you know, Tevin, over the years that I've known him, we've talked about this, I do have to mention one other thing. I have to call JB today, John Blackshear, who's been on this show many times. <laughs> The family show. Uh, I was on the KQ Morning Show with me forever. I mean, all going all the way back to like 35 years ago or 30 years ago anyway. I have got to get a hold of JB because Ms. Pat, she's, is she coming in today? Uh, no. So she's, oh, okay. Damn it. It wouldn't be as good yeah. then. She's not, uh, she's not in town performing. She's got oh, some okay. new like judge show that's on TV. She's everywhere now. She's a judge? Yeah, she's playing. Oh my god! It, I've seen the the trailers for it, and it looks amazing. Like cause everything she does, <laughs> I just opinion. love. I I got a chuckle out of the the info sheet that you got. Uh, oh, I haven't read ready. it yet. Yeah, Th- this line really made me like kind of laugh because <laughs> this is how I know it's going to be good. Because Miss Pat is fantastic, but she is. while she may not boast a legal degree, Miss Pat possesses the unique ability to deliver candid, humorous, and heartfelt judgment every time. See, yeah. and that's what you want out of a judge show. Yeah, she's right. no yeah. legal degree, just decisions. Nope. Yeah, she's <laughs> I, I, yeah, essentially she's just like the black Judge Judy and is going to yes. just make jokes at people, and I'm. So excited for you know how wonderful it was for a white man in America today to have a younger black man come to me 
and asked me to get him out of this. Yeah, Miss Pat's going after me again. Get me out of it. <laughs> like by far, probably my favorite trip to the uh, Tom Bernard Studios was with Miss Pat and watching because she is a very loud, aggressive I love black it. woman in America. Love and she's her. like my one of my favorite people ever. Yep. And then you have JB, who is the complete opposite personality. Yep. And she, when she sees somebody that's like very quiet and she almost like well what's wrong with you like i need to talk to you more and get you to open up and jb was having none of it he just oh, sat there God. silent very uncomfortable to the point where i was like miss pat like maybe we should just leave jb alone today like, let him let him just be himself did you ever hear what he did to gilbert Gottfried? uh-uh came into podcast this is many years ago 10 8 9 10 years ago mm-hmm. comes in into the studio jb's in on friday i think it was on fridays at that time and in studio was Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. So we're all sitting there, and Gilbert went after him. You know, Gilbert goes after everybody. It's just what he does, mm-hmm. right? So one year later, a year later, Gilbert Gottfried's back in studio. JB comes in with a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. He got a baseball bat because Gilbert was such a bruiser anyway. Yeah, you know, right. Such a huge fella. Well, was Gilbert? Probably about five six, maybe weighed about one hundred and thirty pounds. Yeah, baby. that's that soaking sounds wet generous. With, yeah, soaking yeah, I think wet that's with in his shoes. Yeah, maybe he does. He has rocks in his yeah, shoes. Yeah, that's buck ten, maybe. And JB's like big. Like JB's not like a small. Oh, yeah, JB's like six one, six yeah. two, something like that. Very athletic guy. Yeah. He comes in with a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? This is old Mississippi. All right, that's, what the that's hell awesome. you got going? Now, that's the part of this job, because people ask me that all the time. What is it about that job? You've been doing it for so long. It's that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. to be able to sit here and tell stories about J.B. bringing in a bat or J.B. whining to me that Ms. Pat's picking on him. <laughs> I saw the, I saw the uh, N.W.A. movie in Arizona with Ms. Pat because she it like came out. Was that was, Northwestern Airlines? Yes, yes. That's what I thought. Yep, yeah. the, the documentary about Northwestern Airlines. They were a, a rap group back in the day. <laughs> they were. And she, yeah, she called me at like 9 o'clock in the morning and was like, Tevin, get up. Like, we're going to see the NWA movie. I was like, Miss Pat, like, it's my day off. Like, I don't want to come hang out with you, really. And she's like, nope, get up. Like, force me to go see this movie. <laughs> she, where, there's a scene where, like, Easy dies or something and, she like he says like because he died of AIDS and she goes oh, that's well right. that's mm-hmm. like the movie theater's dead silence she's just it's from messing with all those white women in <laughs> <laughs> the middle of the theater everybody's just dying laughing we went to some burger restaurant after the movie Jesus. and she gets to the front and she's like all right I'm gonna pay for us or whatever and she reaches into her bra and pulls out like this a bunch of money hands it to the cashier and she goes. It's a little wet because it's my titty money. And like, <laughs> like that's the old neighborhood. I'm like, are you even a real person right oh, now? Like, is... just hands her this poor teenager a sweaty $20 bill. I love that so much. No question about it. Okay, we'll introduce Judd Zolgad from Score North with this little story. But I have to change the first word of uh, the delivery. Okay, you ready? So, who was in, who was in studio again from NWA? Was uh, uh, was it probably Ice Cube? I said it was Ice Cube, I think. Yeah. So Ice Cube's in studio, and we're sitting there talking to him. You know, you remember NWA, don't you, Judd? Mm-hmm. Okay. Definitely. Well, well I'm going to change that first word because 
Terry looks at him and says, how long have you been with triggers with attitude? I'm like, you didn't actually just say that. Only she didn't say triggers. Yep. If you know what I'm saying. I'm like, uh, uh, uh. so guess who got blamed? Did you hear what Bernard said to Ice Cube? It's like, <laughs> I didn't say that. Don't be trying to dump that on me. I, uh, whatever. I, when, when she said I'm like, did you actually just say that to Ice Cube? Right. <laughs> to Ice Cube? Like, if you, yeah, like exactly. Terry, if you've seen any of his work, you probably wouldn't say that to Ice Cube. Great guy, though. Yeah. Nicest oh, yeah. guy in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Nicest guy in the world. And she's dropping the big N yeah. on him. Like, what the hell? But oh I think God. she's from Delano. She probably didn't know any better, no. right? No. That's not exactly the culture out there, I wouldn't think. And was I forget, was he in studio or was it a phone interview? He was in studio at one point and he was on the phone. So I don't remember which one oh, okay. it was. Yeah. He might have been on, on the phone for yeah, that if it was If it was in studio and he like thought she was actually racist, he would have been out of your studio and yeah. into her studio. Yeah, I think <laughs> you're right. Relatively that. quickly. I don't think there's any question about it. So... Judd, we've got uh, Houston's up what two nothing or oh yeah, I mean it's not Houston, Texas is Texas. up two nothing. Yep. Well, they're yep. both from yeah. Texas, so that's why I'm so confused. You know, Texas but, is up two nothing, and um, the Phillies went uh, won their first game against the D-backs last night. So, does that it'll how, be do you interesting? Think, do you think to be Texas Philly, be leaning that way? Uh, well, I mean, I'm definitely. Um, thinking Texas right now because right, right. at two rip they're in good shape. Philadelphia, yeah, they look to be really, really hot. That's they a do. fun team. They're goofy, but I like them a lot. Yeah. Um, it, it's not probably not as crazy as the '93 team, but uh, that went to the World Series against the Blue Jays in Philadelphia. But I think it's a pretty, I think it's a pretty interesting collection. So Texas uh, has shocked me though, because do you guys remember when they played the Twins? They played the Twins late in the season. They played them seven times, and I think the Twins won uh, five of the games. Yeah, yep. And Texas's bullpen was just horse bleep. At Texas looked, I thought they were going to be a wild card team, and then for a while they they were out of the playoffs altogether. Um, and so I am shocked because they are playing great now. Uh, and you know what it shows? Believe it or not, you can score runs in more than one game. Really? Are you <laughs> sure? Houston Astros, Tom. That's allowed. I didn't realize that. <laughs> I didn't either. I had no idea that was the case. But So, uh, yeah, it looks pretty much like, well, Philadelphia and Texas have probably the whole season been the two best teams in baseball, haven't they? Well, Atlanta was. Atlanta, that's true. Atlanta was very hot. You're right. I forgot about and that. And got knocked out again. Yep. Um Philadelphia was uh, a wild card team because they were behind the Braves. But yes, they've been very good. Texas again has just been really up and down. Because um, I, I real that bullpen when they played the Twins was atrocious. Yes, like right. they were awful, and I thought that's going to cost them. I said at one point, <laughs> I said at one point, bring on Texas. If I'm the Twins, I'd love to play Texas. Guess not. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not the best place to be right now, but. Such is life. I have to remind myself later on today to call Greg Olson out at Bear Path and ridicule him over the fact that Atlanta didn't make it to the World Series. Because remember, that Atlanta yes. Twins World Series with Olson, that picture of him upside down yeah. is amazing. 
first thing that comes big... to mind. No. Oh, absolutely it is, Joe. Right? Like, that's the first thing is Gladden at home plate and Greg, Ol- <laughs> right? and Greg Olson, like you said, upside down at home plate. And I mean straight upside down. It's not like he's leaning. He is straight upside down. It's like, mm-hmm. my God. He's got that picture in his office. It's hilarious. Sadly, that play could not occur now because you can't block the plate. You right. have to create a, a path yep. for the guy because it's it drives me crazy. I'm not sure about you, you guys, but it, that's one thing. Right. Like baseball's done a lot of good things to speed up the game, but that rule when that was put in drives me absolutely nuts because that's a great rule for like Babe Ruth, American Legion. Major League Baseball. <laughs> yeah. I if the guy wants to bowl over the catcher, let him, you know, and, and it was put in because of uh, Buster Posey of the mm-hmm. Giants, who was really All good, right. who got hurt at home right. plate. But you know what? If you're going to have one of your best players play catcher, then you're going to take the risk he's going to get run into at home, or you should. And now right. nobody can define this stupid rule. You know, he was blocking. He, well, he didn't give him a clear path. What does that even mean? So, Judd, I'm leaning heavy on you today because yeah. I need your help with this. I have no one to follow for the next six months. What the hell am I supposed to do? Oh, boy. Well, <laughs> so, <laughs> so are you done with the Vikings or you just don't like them now? That team um, is terrible. Yeah, but we're... Sh- uh, we're Come on, we're all shooting for a draft pick, right, Tom? Yep. Well, that's true. Okay, so good. I can yep. root for them for the draft pick. Yep, yeah, root for them to lose. If you want to root for somebody <laughs> to win, I would suggest either the 49ers or the Dolphins because the Dolphins head coach might be the most entertaining person in the NFL right now. You just named two teams that slaughtered our, our uh, Minnesota Vikings in the playoffs, one in the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, there's a long list for people that have slaughtered <laughs> us. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I got a feeling that, uh, uh, Tom, I'm going to take a stab in the dark here and say, I'm going to guess that you are about as far away from being able to be a bandwagon fan as yeah. exists. I so, get very like, emotional. That's the unfortunate thing. I'm, str- I'm struggling here because yeah. beyond Vikings defeats, like, you know, you're not going to start watching the Timberwolves a lot. I, I don't think you're going to start to watch hockey a lot. No. So I-, I would say this, root for a quick winter so spring training comes around again and you can go back to uh pulling for your minnesota twins february 5th isn't that the day it starts the day after uh saint palestine's day doesn't it you changed <laughs> yeah, the name of the holiday yeah. by the way yeah it's no longer valentine's day it's palestine now saint palestine they're going to be really happy there's a saint in front of their name i can tell <laughs> maybe i should shut up before they come over <laughs> here in the back. <laughs> it might be yeah, showing I'm, up i'm bowing out of this yeah. one man <laughs> I'm not talking to you, Tom. Forget it. That's a, it's, it's a pleasant, nice thing I'm doing for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, that's, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, Tevin. Yeah, 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 that's great. Yeah, yeah it's fantastic. Wonderful. Hey, Tom, did I tell you I have to leave early today? Yeah, where's, where's Brittany at when you need her? <laughs> yeah, where's Brittany when you need her? She, what is she in some... Like, uh, pharmacology Tuesday again. Oh, pharmacology, my mm-hmm. ass. When yep. she opened up a bottle of aspirin? The, something like that. Yeah, exactly. I think that's next week. She's learning how to do that. Oh, that's next week. You got to take that the protection thing off. Yeah, you do. Yeah, (laughs) that's an entire class because you know there's those are actually hard to get off of the bottle. And so, like, if that doesn't come off, then every time you try and dump the aspirin in your hand, it hits one. Like that's that's a whole thing right there. 
I couldn't agree more. No question. Oh, something just popped up that's a little disturbing to me. There has been a shooting overnight in North Minneapolis, and it's about right in front of a very good friend of mine's house. Mm-hmm. So I might have to check on that. Well, he's not only a good friend, he's a relative of mine. So, And the shooting took place right in front of his residence, so it's like, eee, let's let's check on that during the break, shall we? Oh, yeah. God, how many? How much longer is the, uh, the population of this country going to put up with this psychosis in our streets? It's people think they can do whatever the hell they want now. It's amazing. It's starting to start kicking some ass, don't you think? Yeah. So there's some I people, do. like, that's what they are, like, feel like they need to have happen to them because, yeah. right? Like, there was even, like, in, I think it was St. Paul, somebody got asked to leave a bar, and they came back and shot up the bar. Yeah. Like it's who cares? People are just being ridiculous. Yeah, they really are. You've offended me. That's all I know. Anyway, back to sports. And so I will watch the Vikings, even though I think they suck huge. I've never been a Cousins fan. He's got all the ability in the world, but he just cannot win. I feel like we're um, we're back to where he was before O'Connell. Like last year was such a a nice respite. He led what? At eight fourth quarter comebacks, they won eleven one score games. It was very unkirk like in how they, how they produced wins actually, and um, now I feel like we're back to the faction of fans that can't stand Kirk. But then of course there's the faction of fans that will defend him at all costs. It's one of the most polarizing things I've yeah. ever seen mm, yep. with a player. Yeah, and I don't think it's really necessarily Kirk's fault like I think Kwesi definitely has not put a good team around him like yeah Lewis seen yeah. uh KOC was yeah. interviewed and he was asked about Lewis seen like hey is he going to come back is he going to contribute on defense this was a guy that was you know first round pick and KOC goes well I think we're going to see if he can be a gunner on special teams like that's what we're getting out of one of our top draft picks that's supposed to come in and be a you know Harrison Smith replacement is ridiculous it's been yes that that whole draft has been basically a complete mess. Now 2023 yep. is much improved, um, but here's the problem too, and and this is not just a Kirk thing; it's an entire team thing. You know the Chicago Bears, and I know the Vikings were playing without Justin Jefferson on Sunday, but the Chicago Bears are dreadful, and defensively they are awful, and they can't stop. They have the worst defense on third down in the entire league, and the Vikings went. <laughs> Two for 13. They had two second-half first downs. Like, I don't know, and and this is on Kirk and O'Connell as well, but I don't know how you look that bad offensively. And without that defensive touchdown by Jordan Hicks, they probably lose the game. Yeah, you're absolutely right. No question about it, so we'll just hang in there. So what are they now? They're four and two or two and four? What the hell are they? Two and four. Two and four. four. I wish they were four and two. Yeah, they do. They would would, uh, uh, run to the bank with four and two at this point. Yeah. (sighs) Why is it that Minnesota has the worst weather in America and the worst sports in America? What the hell? I have no idea. I have the the sports thing. It really is like like it's become a, a punchline in some ways, but it really is unbelievable when you think about it. When you it think is. about the lack of like the four men's teams, playoff success, I don't know how every team follows the same script. That's what I would love to know. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. It's like we almost got it, but then we didn't. 
Yeah. Well, it's like the twins now. And, you know, and, and, and sure as bleep, Texas is up 2 nothing on the Houston team uh, that, you know, in two home games, the twins basically couldn't score a run against. No, it's terrible. And Texas is putting up six here, five there, you know. I will never forget. I walk in the stadium because I was busy working. I got to the game late on Tuesday. Walk in, they're down one to nothing. As I'm putting my ass in the seat, not quite in the seat yet. Now they're down four to nothing. I'm like, let's just go home, Catherine, because they got no <laughs> shot. Instead, we stayed with our friends and wept openly. Yeah, no. Well, and the fans were great. That's the other. They that's were. the thing, yeah, though, that's so were. frustrating is that the fans were just fantastic. You know, like it's loud as can be. They're into every pitch. It's just like there should be some reward for that. Mm-hmm. Not the hopelessness of having your heart ripped out year after year to where you become so numb to it. You're just like, ah, it's not surprising. It's Minnesota yeah. sports. <laughs> you know, on the way out, there was a guy, I would have to guess probably in his early 80s, and he was very upset that the, the Twins got their ass kicked. And he's t- he, le- he, he literally leans over and... I think he was trying to whisper, but it wasn't a whisper. They need more people like Harmon Killebrew. <laughs> what? That's a, do you even know who Harmon Killebrew is? Absolutely. Yeah, do you really? He's yeah. got that tasty he's root beer. Yeah, oh, that's right. Guy. He's got the great root beer. I <laughs> no, forgot. no, I, I, I know who Harmon Killebrew is. Are you kidding me? <laughs> but honest to God, I know you do. Yeah, There's no killer. Question. But he wanted more Harmon Killebrew and Rod Carew and none of this bullshit. That's what he, <laughs> that's what he wanted. So My good for God. you, Pops. Good for you. Yeah, how about Herbeck? How about Puckett? You know, like if, like if yes. you're going to go back to um, – how, how about go, going back to a, a vintage where – because Killebrew, if I'm not mistaken, retired after like the 74 season. I didn't see him play. It was Kansas City, right? Retired at Kansas yeah, City. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Spent one year with the Royals, just uh, Calvin. I, will, I am telling you something, Judd. You, you will not meet ever in your life a guy as nice as Harmon Killebrew was. Just the mm-hmm. nicest guy, uh, sweetheart of a man. He'd do anything for somebody. Great story. I know you got to go, so I'll close with this story. Mm-hmm. He uh, he comes in and he's sitting across the table from me. We're on the air and we're talking. I just love the guy. Just a wonderful guy. I said, "What's your favorite baseball story?" And he surprised everybody by going outside the sport to his house. Um, his kids are out in the front lawn. They're playing catch throwing a baseball in the front lawn, and they're running around and blah, blah, blah. And Harmon's wife comes out and goes, you kids, you're going to destroy our grass. Cut it out. And Harmon said, honey, we're not raising grass. We're raising children. I love that story. That's a great story. Isn't that just a one? It's like, hey, let the kids play a little catch. Calm down. That's good. Yeah, don't. Don't worry about great? your lawn so much. That is a fantastic story, yes. Well, I see, I worry about my lawn, and if Catherine doesn't cut it, then I get very upset. <laughs> you don't want me cutting the lawn. It'd be like, no, you don't need that. You're, you're a genius. You're a genius. You, know a why? Genius, you purposely yeah. did that to prove, to yeah. prove to her that you shouldn't cut the lawn when you are probably very capable of doing a fine job. Well, yeah. I love your, that's a great philosophy. But you know what she did? No. Hired a lawn cutter. Yeah, I was going to say, Kevin's <laughs> not out there on the lawn Good more. for her. That's what she did. So there you go. Joke's on you because I have your credit card and we're hiring somebody to do it for us. That is true. (laughs) Tom's like, I can cut a straight line now. What are you talking about? I got it. Judd, we'll talk to you again tomorrow, Pally. It sounds good, you guys. Thanks Thanks a lot. lot. Have a good day.
Judd Zalgad, Score North, ladies and gentlemen. We'll take a break. Be right back in a couple minutes. Channel 5 Eyewitness News. What's his name again? Christopher Cross. What is it? Yes, he's going to jump, jump. Going to jump, jump, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Does anybody know what you just said? Probably not, but I enjoyed it. AJ got got a laugh out of AJ, so I'm, I'm good with it. All right, we'll take a break. Be right back with Chris Eggert, I think his name is, isn't it? Uh, yeah, let me check the run sheet. Uh, yes, Chris Thank Eggert. Thank you. Call Thank him. you very much. Tom here, and I just read a success story from MN Fat Loss client Elizabeth, who just completed the program. Elizabeth writes, I'm a 54-year-old woman who has struggled with losing weight. I had almost constant heartburn, trouble sleeping, brain fog. I tried counting calories, eating bars and shakes, and several other programs in which I would lose 5 to 10 pounds after months of struggling only to gain it right back, of course. After 60 days in Minnesota, the MN Fat Loss Program, I was down 25 pounds. MN Fat Loss really empowered me to believe that I can control my eating and my weight without having to sacrifice foods that I like. Let me assure you that the short 60 days is totally worth it. If you're thinking about finally committing to improving your health, this is the time to start. You won't regret your investment in yourself. Great job, Elizabeth. I'm so happy to hear about your success. Are you ready to lose weight and feel better? Go to mnfatloss.com. Schedule a free phone consultation. It's so easy to see if MN Fat Loss is a good fit for you, too, by the way. They offer a free phone consultation to learn about the program. Very, very smart idea. You don't have to take time off work or get a babysitter because of that. You don't need a babysitter for the kids. It's as easy as getting on a quick call with the expert staff. You can share your goals, learn about the program. See if it is a good fit to help you lose weight and feel better. They also have virtual options to help you if you live far away. It's another great idea. To schedule that free phone consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. The only thing you have to lose is that unwanted weight. That's www.mnfatloss.com. I cannot wait to hear about your success story. And please let them know that Tom sent you. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at tombernardshow.com. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation. 
consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. Could you get Bob to project a little more next time? Uh, we can work on it. We can, re- we can record that again. I remember the first time I ever met him, and I went home that night. He, had, he called me. Mm-hmm. I answered the phone. Hey, Tom! I'm like, oh, God, here we go. Oh, boy. He can project. <laughs> I would say that. He can project. Him? No. <sighs> Sandy. Who's better than Sandy? You all have helped support my pillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, the Giza Sheets, My Pillow 2.0, and more. Great news, the MyPillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths, regular price of $79.98. And for a limited time, you can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That is a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, 833, now 27 minutes till 9 o'clock. News brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Josh is a good friend, and he'll do a hell of a job for you. I can promise you that. Um, are you Sid Hartman now? Is that the deal, Chris Eggert? No, why? Why do you say that? Because as I was reading the end of the commercial, your mic was on and you went, Tommy <laughs> Kramer. <laughs> you know what? No. We should, we should get, I got to call him. We got, we should get Chad Hartman on the show tomorrow because tomorrow, unfortunately, is the third anniversary of the loss of Sid Hartman. Is it really? He died Gosh, three years ago three tomorrow. Three years already? My brother died three years ago on the 15th of October. They, they died within 72 hours of one another. Yeesh. That was a tough deal. But you know Chad, don't you? You've met Chad Hartman. Yeah. Yeah. Chad's a great guy. Yeah. I should see if he I wants mean, to I come in. We don't hang out, but I've had him on the show before. And uh, great guy. We interact a lot on the Twitter machine. So. Oh, the Twitter machine. I'm glad to hear mm-hmm. that. I'm glad. That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, so we'll have to have him. Maybe give us a quick call tomorrow because well he's not until nine is he is he on nine or at noon I think he's on noon to three yeah they're on he's on the afternoon so yeah that's what I thought Don't get him on the show he's on be before Derusha comes on so he's a good man and by that I mean Chad Hartman Megan just ran into him at the emergency room or my partner in the morning uh, ran into Chad at, at like a hospital or some random thing last week which was weird but. was he having a brain scan. <laughs> I'm sure. Trying to find it. Is that what the her deal um, her son, her her uh, husband was having knee surgery, <clears throat> and her son fell and broke his arm the oh same day. God. So she was the surgery was happening on one floor of Twin Cities Orthopedics, and her son was getting his arm worked on in like another floor. So God, what a mess! And yes. I think that's where she ran into Chad. I would imagine that'd be a little hard to handle. All the people falling apart right in front of your eyes there. All right. Would not be good. Um, I'd like to talk about the news, but I don't want to because Fair. I watched the news this morning. Actually, you guys did a good job. I, I tuned in you guys a little before 7 o'clock. Well, actually, between, I guess, a little after 6.30 be a better way to put it. So there's some uh, local things happening. I did not like the fact that that uh, shooting you talked about this morning on Thomas and, and Golden Valley Road. Yeah. 
that house you showed is a relative of mine's house. So no kidding. I got to find out what the hell's going on over there, well, we baby. They, the police wouldn't tell us exactly what happened, but it's like you can. Our photographer can use his own reasoning. He looks at the at the ground, and there's bullet casings littered all in the street. Uh, the front window of a car is shot out, oh and then like the front door of this apartment that was nearby uh, had also been like kicked in, or uh, maybe battering rammed in, or we're not really sure. So, but that I mean that those are just things we saw. I don't think the police have said anything officially right. about what happened there. So. Is this a small penis thing? I have to show you how tough I am because I'm such a little wiener. Is that it? Uh, I mean, if you ask Freud, isn't that what it's always no, all about? That's what I understand. That's what I understand. Tough guy, huh? Okay. What do you? Whatever you say there, Vienna sausage. <laughs> <laughs> so what's happening in your world? Uh, well, we we had a story this morning that we were we were covering. Um, that's it's been in the news for several months now. The the mayor. Uh, Minneapolis, and he's trying to come up with a solution for a third police precinct. The current uh, third precinct got burned down after the George Floyd riots mm -hmm. and protests and whatnot. And there's no real consensus about building a new uh, police police precinct on the corner where the old one was, right there mm -hmm. on Lake Street. Right. And um, so then he suggested combining it with. There's a different building, kind of not that far from U.S. Bank Stadium downtown, where they'd moved um, one of the other police precincts, and they were going to put the third precinct there. That's been a non-starter, and now they're looking at a property. It's kind of along Hiawatha. You know where the caboose is sure. in 94 Hiawatha? Yep. You just sort of, I, I love that I'm using the caboose as a reference point. But <laughs> Great um, venue. Great venue. <laughs> it is. You just head south there on Hiawatha. And uh, before Lake Street, um, kind of in between 94 and Lake Street, there's a city-owned property there. And he's proposing building something there now. And they're talking about it this morning in one of their committee meetings. And, uh, you know, it, it also so far doesn't seem to be really going anywhere. I mean, at some point, they've got to build a third precinct somewhere, right? Well, that'd be a perfect right. place to put it. I that think that's very central. City-owned property yeah, too, so yeah. there's no there's no eminent domain involved. What I thought was interesting is, and this is to me just such a such a PR thing. Um, it's not going to be called the third precinct. Oh, don't start now. What, oh. what are we What are we saying? Uh, it's a new. It's a safety center. Oh, oh Jesus. Jesus! See what I mean? I think everybody <laughs> under forty should be thrown out of this country. I really do. Get out. Whoever came up with safety center needs safety to be fired center. immediately. It's the like it's the third precinct. Like it's like when I mean, go ahead, Ted. You know, I was gonna say it's like the same thing when people go like, well, we're not gonna call them the police anymore. It's gonna be like oh, you know God, whatever that. peace office. It's the same thing, just a different name. Like we don't need to be all extra about it. That makes me think of like safety scissors. Like the the yeah. the, the first yeah. two precincts mm. are like normal scissors. They get the job done, <laughs> and then the safety center has got the rounded curves. You can only right. do like construction paper. You can barely cut anything. It's terrible. It's maybe true. if they make it out of construction paper, AJ, they'd save a lot of money. That's a, that's yeah. a thought. <laughs> I just don't. Why? Why? Why does everything have to change? Explain that to me. It's well, fine. I mean, listen. The 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 third precinct itself, and there's a lot of you know. You heard from a lot of the neighborhood groups who've been involved in it and businesses on Lake Street that the idea of 
rebuilding the police station right there is not really going over all that well with some of the people in the neighborhood. I can understand that perspective somewhat, right? Mm-hmm. You're, and I've been, we talk, I think um, the people who run Mama Sheila's House of Soul, uh, Mama Sheila and her husband, uh, he's talking about opening like a, a, a Black Heritage Center or something like that in that spot at the, at the where the precinct was. Okay. I mean, I, I get that if that's, you know, if that's what the neighborhood feels they want to do. Um, but to just completely not even call the police precinct and try to come up with some sort of like flowery name for it, if it's going to be built somewhere else. I mean, nobody's kidding anybody, right? Like, obviously there's going to be police coming and going from it. It's just kind of funny. I don't know. They're, they're, they seem to be trying really hard to come up with something and, you know. Well, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I got a big fight I, that I'm in right now because I've been working really, really hard trying to get the hamburger place to drop the white and white castle. Because there's just no reason to have white in there. You know what right. I mean? Why, why, why can't we have a black castle? Where's anywhere? the black right. castle? Where's right. the red right. castle? The yellow castle? Why can't it just be a castle? Right. Where's the brown castle? Yep. Where are all these castles? Um, that's, that's my campaign that I'm running on for city council is taking white out of white castle. <laughs> <laughs> Get the white out of White Castle. I love that. I, I'd vote for you, Tevin. I'm into that. Perfect. There's, pretty... there's one vote down. We just need a couple I, more. I, I don't know what the rest of your platform is, but if you're if you're starting with that, I'm into it. I also um, don't know what the rest of my platform is, but yeah, you got something. Yeah. Um, on the same in the same note, uh, we had some a story yesterday. Um, new statistics came out from the BCA, the Bureau of Criminal Apprehension, that um, attacks on law enforcement officers, there were 467 in 2019. Jesus. And in 2022, there were 1,062. Yeah, I Why? saw this. Why? That's in, it's the what, doubled essentially, or more than doubled since 2019? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, obviously there's, you see what the issue is. It's the same reason they don't want to call a police station, police station. Um, there's, you know, we talked to, remember Rich Stanick, the former County Sheriff. Absolutely. Um, He's a big um, consultant now and uh, works in law enforcement, the consulting community. I'm sure he's making way more money and it's probably a much less stressful job than the one he had before. Mm -hmm. Um, But we, we talked to him about why, what he thinks is seeing, you know, uh, He's like societal issues, illegal guns, mental health, the public's overall dislike of law enforcement, he said, is what's having effect on more people attacking officers and the ability for them to hire officers. A lot. I mean, if you're uh, if you're a new recruit, is that a, is that a business you you want to go into? Well, knowing, yeah, what, yeah. knowing what you're up against. It's so it's. Yeah, not a not a great situation all around, really. Has anyone noticed that when you dialed back the police, the violence got much worse? Have they not noticed that part? Well, and and you know there are people in some of the more crime plagued neighborhoods who didn't want that. No, they did not. Uh, that right. I, yes, you're right. You know, you'll hear it was the people in in Kentwood who were wanting to have that. Um, you know, have less have less police presence. Well, they don't need it there. Right. So hippie pain in the ass. 
it's the other, it's the other parts of town that need it, and they're the ones who are suffering. But I don't know. It's always a pendulum, right? I'm, I, I assume like every everything you've seen over the years, the pendulum will swing back the other way at some point, and maybe they'll be able to find some kind of middle ground. When's the last time you heard the word hippie? It's been a while. Yeah, I like. I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah, I love that word. Uh, that, toward the end of it, though, it was great because it became kind of a dirty word. It's like, oh, yeah, hippie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, this this probably says a lot about me, but I, mu- I mumbled hippie under my breath the other day. Somebody... <laughs> That's exactly it. That's I it. don't know where it was, and I'm like, oh, my God, you freaking hippie. You know, whatever it yeah, was. Freaking hippie. Look at this guy driving a Prius. What a hippie. <laughs> <laughs> what a hippie P- Prius driver. Very antiquated. Oh, I love that. I, it, I admit it. I said it. I love that so much, you hippie. What are you doing now, you I'm hippie? Some stupid thing like at the grocery store or something where I get the most enraged. Like somebody probably stepped in front of me and I'm like, yeah, oh, you freaking hippie. You know, right. Whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Some like that's always when it is. It's like some minor inconvenience and that's your like, oh, you, you just have no, you're the worst person ever, you hippie, right. whatever. Right. <laughs> He was salts I'm hurling at somebody. He was simply right. in line at Caribou, and the person in front yep. was like, I want a soy matcha latte, oh, you know, yeah. whatever. And it's like, it took right. five minutes to just order, and he's like, you freaking hippie. Yep. Get I out see, of there. I see one pair of Birkenstocks on him, and all of a sudden, I've, <laughs> I've played cast him. Way to go, Chris. Judgmental. Hey, listen. One of the biggest, best things you can do as a human being uh, and as a journalist is be upfront with your biases where they're at, um, and that helps you to be more fair and balanced. Are you so, the most anti-hippie news anchor in the Twin Cities? No. Oh, I think he is. I think you're right. <laughs> it was just funny that you said that. I don't know what it was the other day. I was just like, and then after I said it, I like made myself laugh. I'm like, what are you doing? Call the guy freaking hippie. <laughs> Uh, what the hell? You and Dave Moore. No, I'm yeah, just kidding. I, guess so. I miss Dave, by the way. Dave was one of my favorite people in the world. Great guy. Not that you're not Chris Eggert. You know. Hey, listen, I'm 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 happy to even be in that same breath. So. All right, Palomino. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, you guys. Have a good rest of your day. You, you too, too, Chris Eggert, ladies and gentlemen. Channel Five Eyewitness News. News brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. So that's a good thing, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. Josh I like that segment. Things. Yeah, Chris is great. Anti-hippie, you know. Yeah, anti, anti-hippie. We got the uh, the officer stat in story in there, which the we fact did. that they've doubled is insane to me. I'm just going to start calling places I don't like safety centers now. Yep. Safety <laughs> centers. I love that. Safety. It feels like a place where people center. go to talk about their feelings. Like, there, yes, there should be. absolutely. I, I think... In reality, I think safety center is a good name for a place, but not for a police precinct. Right. 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 Like, that's like a like a mental health resource facility or something yeah. like that. And like, I'm just imagining them, like, arresting some hardened criminal that just committed, like, mass murder. And they're like, Dad, take him down to the safety center. <laughs> the <right>. safety. <laughs> We're going to have to go downtown to the safety center, you yeah. thug. Yeah, we booked thug. him at the safety center. <laughs> oh, don't do that. Don't call it the safety center. <laughs> I, know, I think I kind of like it. <laughs> Dirty <laughs> Harry would have been a much better movie if you took p- people down yeah, to the safety true. center, not the, not the station. Wait a minute. How about Elvis? Safety center rock? <laughs> that's, nah, that's not good. <laughs> going to the safety center rock. I'm going to the safety center rock. Nah, sorry. It doesn't work. We've got to take a break. Be right back. Ms. Pat, where the hell oh, is JB when I you need him? It.
Damn it. I wish JB were here, but he's not. I'm so happy to welcome back our longtime friend, Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to the show. I have known Steve, the owner, for many years, and I completely trust Sabre to keep my house comfortable. Why? Sabre does everything the right way, and they always put the customer first. I love the team at Sabre because their service experts are experienced NATE certified technicians. They're not salespeople. Their pricing is completely upfront, and they fix only what needs to be fixed, nothing more. Sabre is dedicated to giving customers what they need, when they need it, and at the fair price. Keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank. Give Sabre Heating and Air Conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you just like they've taken care of me and my family. Whether you need a new Bryant furnace or air conditioner, replaced or just simply need a service call to get you going again, go to SabreHeating.com. That's S-A-B-R-E Heating.com. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now, stop texting and driving. Pay attention. Value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this, at Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant.